Welcome to the Solomon Show. My name is Solomon Buckley. I am the Apostolic Leader of the Fresh Wind International Mission Space Incorporated. For more information about Fresh Wind International, you can email freshwindinternational at gmail.com. Again, for more information about Fresh Wind International, you can email freshwindinternational at gmail.com. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Truly, I am so grateful to be here on tonight with you all. I just bless the Lord God Almighty and Jesus and Holy Spirit. There's a very strong presence of God here in the meeting tonight. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I thank the Lord for you, Apostle Solomon. Bless God for you. Our meeting was indeed divine, definitely orchestrated by the Lord. Hallelujah. And I thank you for this opportunity, amen, to come and just share what I believe the Lord has given me to share with you on tonight. And these, all the people here with you, my father's children, God bless all of you under the sound of my voice. I want to especially give honor to the fivefold ministry of the church tonight. Um, I say that because um, that's actually what I'm led to just talk about tonight. Um, if the Lord say the same, he may want to shift. If he shifts, we're open to however he desires to move. We have no blockages, barriers, or hindrances to whatever God says. Amen. And I thank you so much, Apostle Solomon, great man of God, for just giving me that leeway. Amen. To just move in God as he desires for us to move tonight. If you don't mind terribly, I'd like to just utter a brief prayer. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I just thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your holy and divine name, Jesus. Thank you for your presence, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear Lord God. Glory. Hallelujah. Here in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, it's a very familiar passage of Scripture. Um, in Ephesians chapter 4, we'll begin reading at verse 11, and we'll also read verse 12. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Amen. And I might as well read 13 as well. Until we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Amen. These are, of course, the ascension gifts that that Christ Jesus himself, he gave uh, to the church. He gave these men and women of God as gifts to the body of Christ. And uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 11, he talks about the nine major gifts of the Spirit. Amen. 
and I'm just going to go there and read that as well because I sense that he's just going to show us how it all ties in together with the fivefold ministry of the church and um, pray with me and pray for me. Amen. Here in First Corinthians chapter 12, uh, beginning at verse 4, and of course, Jesus gave the ascension gifts of the fivefold ministry of the church and Holy Spirit gave these gifts of the Spirit, praise God. Nine made gifts of the Spirit. Verse 4 reads, Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all four to one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom and to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit and of course to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another diverse kinds of tongues to another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these work is that one and the self-same spirit, dividing to every man, severally, amen, as he will. Praise God. And the gifts of the spirit can be put into three categories. Gifts of utterances, um, they are tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy. The gifts of power. They are working of miracles, gifts of healing, and, of course, faith. And the gifts of revelation are word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discerning of spirits. Praise God. Now, I want to go back, and depending on which of those nine major gifts that you have operating within your life determines which office you're called to in the fivefold ministry of the church. For example, the, apostle, the apostolic ministry is the highest call of the ecclesia. He or she is one who brings about a great moral reform and who has possession of all nine of these major gifts of the Spirit. The apostle, as we know, is often seen as a trailblazer, and we set up churches in various places. The apostle is one, though, who has seen Christ. That's one of the most defining characteristics of an apostle, praise God, is one who has had that Damascus Road experience or have uh, the Lord has assumed visible form and uh, appeared to the apostle and, of course, has from that visible form spoke to that apostolic individual. Amen. For further reading on that, First Corinthians chapters 12. 13, 14, and 15. Amen? Amen. Praise God. When I say that the apostolic ministry of the apostle has the ability and exercise all nine of the major gifts of the Spirit, we refer to these as major gifts, of course, because they're also minor gifts, gifts as well. Um, the apostle should live such a life of dedication and consecration to God that wherever he or she goes, the atmosphere shifts. 
amen, um, they're under an open heaven, if you will. There are just multiple portals over them at all times. Praise God. Um, I know, glory be to God, that we do have more than enough, um, I guess, leaders in the body of Christ that hold titles. So we're not impressed with that, amen, because if we have a loved one that's terminally ill or whatever the situation may be, it's, it's not your title that impresses me, but which one of you can bring near the presence of God to my loved one and minister healing, minister deliverance, amen, praise God. So we're not necessarily caught up on the titles per se, glory, hallelujah, thank God, as we are regarding the presence of God, the glory of God, glory, hallelujah. And I want to also, if I may, touch on the prophetic individual tonight, just to give a brief definition regarding that and perhaps uh, see how we, the apostolic and prophetic individual is linked together. Is that all right? Amen. The prophet is called in the Old Testament a seer, and they are signified by word of knowledge. I'm sorry, the gift of revelation, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discerning of spirits, although, of course, they may possess other gifts as well. They have the job of comforting, confirming, informing, and warning. They speak as the mouthpiece of God and act as his eyes. Amen. And for further reading regarding the prophetic individual, read Acts chapter 2. The prophetic individual also, uh, they have the ability to foretell a future event and to foretell a present-day event in their relationship to Bible prophecy as well as other prophecy given. But when I say that um, they have the job of comforting and confirming, most individuals will only, uh, how can I say this, will only receive uh, personal prophecy or even if it's a corporate uh, prophetic word, if it's confirmation. But, again, part of the duties and uh, abilities or responsibilities of the prophetic individual is to also inform us. And that's giving us information that we do not, we didn't have prior to them giving us that word. They're also called to inform, inform us and to warn us. And oftentimes we, we're not cognizant of the warning until God's in the prophetic individual, a man alone. And even, I know, again, just to reiterate how that many, they will not see a prophetic word from anyone unless it is confirmation. And we must be very careful because there's a penalty for disbelieving a prophetic individual, especially a true man and woman of God. And in Acts chapter 3, it talks about that penalty. It talks about God removing that individual. Um, the penalty is death for disbelieving and rejecting a true prophetic individual. Not that if you've done it in ignorance, but to know that this is a true man of God and you're mishandling. See, God says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. He means no mental harm, no physical harm, no psychological harm, no financial harm. God means no harm at all, amen, because he reproved kings. He reproved kings for, for the sake of the prophetic individuals. Here we beat the president. 
protecting one of his elect, one of his apostles or his prophets, amen, or any in the fivefold ministry. But it's very interesting to me how he specifies the prophet, the prophet. Um, amen, amen. And also confirmation, when we desire uh, or we, we need confirmation, from, that confirmation comes because of unbelief, <laughs> really. That's just the bottom line. It's because we know, we believe, we've heard God say this, praise God, but we go through certain uh, situations in our life or certain trials, and, and we begin to lose heart and lose faith or begin to doubt that God has spoken to us. And, of course, once the prophetic individual come along um, and, and give that word, praise God, it comforts you, but, but you just, it's, you'll receive it if it's confirmation. If it's confirmation. I do want to say regarding the prophet, even though they exercise, they can exercise all nine of the major gifts as well, especially if they allow the Lord to mature them in that office of the prophetic. Um, first, let me say that there is a spirit of prophecy, there is a gift of prophecy, and of course, there is the anointing that's on the office of the prophetic individual. Amen. And the spirit of prophecy can come up any upon any individual in the service, and they may say, be strong, people, be strong. Amen? Amen. But when the spirit of prophecy comes upon an individual that have, that also has the gift of prophecy, then uh, it's a little stronger. The word, they may say, be strong, my people, for I am here, for I have come to give you strength. Um, and they probably they may give a scripture with that, amen. But it's a little stronger because not only are they prophesying from the gift of prophecy, but the spirit of prophecy has come upon them. But now when you have someone, praise God, that's called to the office of the prophet, and then the spirit of prophecy comes upon them, not only then, glory, hallelujah, then they may prophesy, and say, thus saith the Lord, for I have come to give you strength this night. But I have seen your faithfulness, saith God, and I am in the midst. And indeed, I am shifting some things on your behalf, for this is a new time and a new season. Yea, it is your season, and not just your season, but your time. For there it is a tyros moment, and yea, there is a shifting taking place. But I am raising thee up in this hour. Because the world both say, glory, and your latterian shall be greater than the first. Glory, hallelujah, praise God, praise God, hallelujah. So when the spirit of prophecy, glory, comes upon an individual that um, walks in the office of a prophet, not only are they prophesying from the spirit of prophecy, but also the prophesying from the gift of prophecy. And then, of course, that mantle that's on that prophetic individual on that office is backing that word up and pushing it out there. Praise God. And that word breaks through to the heavens. All of the principalities that hover over that geographical location, the word of that prophet or prophet just breaks through all of that and reaches heaven, and then the power of God comes in, and everybody gets blessed. Amen? Everyone gets blessed. Again, because not only are they prophesying from that gift, hallelujah, and the spirit of prophecy, but that mantle that's on the prophetic individual's life. 
Hallelujah. And when they prophesy, it's, it's much stronger, and everyone does indeed get blessed. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I found one thing to be particularly interesting in the body of Christ as he had, um, he was raising me up into um, these different offices in the fivefold ministry of the church. And for me, praise God, of course, I was raised in church all of my life. And um, a little girl used to just praise the Lord and dance in church and uh, at church. And we had uh, about four churches we'd attend. We owned a Methodist church. Uh, my uncle pastored a Baptist church. And I was part, of course, of a Pentecostal movement, praise God. And then, of course, the Holiness Church that most of um, my family attended. And I, it was nothing for us to be in service seven to eight hours uh, a day four times a week at least. Some days, most Sundays, we attended four different services, four different services. Praise God. So I was in church and all my life, and when the Lord began to manifest gifts of the Spirit, I know for me, for the gift of tongues, praise God. Hello, praise God. For the gift of tongues, hallelujah. Um, it's when we receive these gifts of the Spirit, I believe personally, when we come to a place to love the Lord God Almighty with all our hearts, our minds, amen, and our souls, and, and, and with everything in us, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. For me, um, when I determined and I had the discipline upon my life, or the heart, at least the posture in my spirit, to want to obey God's will. That is when the gifts begin to manifest. So the first week I received gifts of tongues, it just manifests. The second week it was gifts of healing. The third week, I mean, just in that order, every week there was a new manifestation of one of these major gifts of the Spirit operating within my life. And so praise God for that. And so, but... I want to say regarding the prophet and the apostolic or the prophetic individual and the senior man of God or woman of God, um, as it relates to sometimes we'll notice that they may have a close relationship um, in the, and work together very well. Um, and, and that's because the pastor or the apostle, of course, definitely he's signified by the gifts of revelation, but so is the prophetic individual, they're also signified by the gifts of revelation. And so when the Lord is speaking to the um, senior man or woman of God, the said individual in the house, and saying, this is the spirit that is operating over here in the church, then and this is not the spirit that's operating over there, then God is also confirming it through that prophetic individual, praise God. So oftentimes we tend to see that uh, the prophetic individual and or the senior man and woman of God, depending on our, doesn't matter, whichever title they hold in the fivefold ministry, are, they're very, very close, praise God, because, again, they are signified by those same gifts of revelation, bless God. And I do say that depending, again, on what gifts of the Spirit you have operating within your life are the ingredients, are key ingredients to which of the fivefold ministry um, offices that you're called to 
praise God. In the in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. I, I didn't really do justice to this teaching on tonight. I um really would like to just pause for a moment and um talk about I'll give a couple of definitions if I, I may on um the gifts of um the gifts of power. Let's just let's talk about the gifts of power. Uh, the gifts of power, as we clarified earlier, of course, when we categorize them, are faith, working of miracles, and gifts of healing. Now, faith is a supernatural ability to believe far beyond the scope of the mind, despite odd circumstances and or situations. But, of course, ultimate faith allows one to impart gifts. To another, if someone's standing there and they've been seeking God for to give the manifestation of tongues and they're just calling on Jesus and just and um, you may look at them and just say you have it, just open your mouth and and just speak out that you know when they may be stuttering or stammering, speak it out. In fact, what happened early this morning? Praise God! I was speaking with one of the leaders from um, um, Tanzania. Praise God. Um, the Lord just allowed us to uh, serve the nations in the 1040 window. And currently we have about 12 uh, uh, nations with, where we have boots on the ground that we're really working with and, and uh, bringing about a reform, reformation to them. And God really, as I was speaking to one of the Tanzania leaders this morning on the phone, God began to move and give us healing. Glory. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Glory, we praise your holy and divine name. Glory, hallelujah. But I hear him saying miracles. Glory, working of miracles. Miracles are the supernatural ability to intervene in the ordinary course of nature causing its laws as well as whatever laws govern the universe to submit and to glory succumb to to the body of Christ. I'm going to say that once more. Working of miracles, that's the supernatural ability to intervene in the ordinary courses of nature, causing its laws as well as whatever other laws govern the universe to submit to the power of God. Hallelujah. And I do believe that the Lord is allowing me to share those particular gifts tonight because he's desiring to move in, in that way uh, with healing. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And with miracles. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. I was in a church service Sunday. I'll say this and I think I'll be done. And the Lord just began to release these gifts of the Spirit on every individual, the saints and the ministers uh, that were there present in the service. And and he was dropping mantles, praise God, and and miracles was hitting the house and breakthrough and 
I touched on these gifts of the Spirit and just began to con- confer them on the people, as God was saying, and just imparting those gifts and birthing them in others and activating them in some, you know, bless God. I know that God is preparing his people and positioning us, and that's why we're seeing this great uh, uh, restoration movement of apostles and prophets being restored to full-time position in ministry. Hallelujah. But not only is the Lord positioning us in full-time position in ministry, but he's positioning us uh, so that he can use us to usher in the last great restorational movement that's getting ready to come upon the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, yes, yes. Bless you, Lord God. Praise God. And and we're going to usher in the greater glory, praise God. Hallelujah. And we are the ones that we have been waiting for. God is raising you all up. You are new generals, praise God. But God is judge. He taketh down one and he setteth up another. And we're seeing that happen in the body of Christ, the shiftings and church. It's no longer as we knew it to be prior to COVID-19. But truly God is doing a new thing. And I'll say this, I'll close with this. We want to stay in this move of God doing the new thing. Amen. Whether he gives you that word on a daily basis or weekly basis, um, like Apostle Solomon alluded to uh, at the introduction of tonight's service, to get in that river, that water that's flowing, praise God. It is a safe place. And as we abide in that new thing and, and, and walk in sync with Holy Spirit, praise God, that new thing that he's doing in some of our lives is a daily basis. The shifting are happening so fast. In others' lives, it may be on a weekly basis, praise God. But however, the new thing is what's keeping us operating in the fresh anointing in the fresh fire, in the fresh move, praise God. That new thing is what's keeping us on the the cutting edge. Bless God. Hallelujah. And I'm just so grateful, amen, to be here to share this with you on tonight. I do not feel that I did justice. I did not do justice to this teaching on tonight. Hallelujah. But I just bless God for that that he did allow us to share And I thank you so much, Apostle Solomon, for having me coming in and and speaking to you all on tonight. God bless you all. Amen. And love you so much with the love of Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Apostle Solomon, can you hear me, sir? Praise God. Yes, ma'am, I can hear you. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 
Amen. Glory be to God. Glory, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. That prophetic word that the Lord allowed me to give um, while I was illustrating about the three different types of anointing, the spirit of prophecy, the gift of prophecy, and the uh, mantle on the office of the prophetic, that was a real prophetic word in that moment that God gave. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I'm done for now. Praise God. I'll turn it back over into your hands, sir.